Welcome to Abide, a time of reflection to slow down, connect with God, and reflect on His Word. I'm Chris Kopp, one of the pastors at Blackhawk Church. Hey, wherever you're listening to this podcast from, I hope this finds you healthy and doing well. Know that I and our staff are praying for you constantly in what continues to be a challenging season for so many of us. Because I don't know about you, but man, over these last few weeks, this whole situation has started to hit closer to home. I have friends and family members who have lost jobs, whose businesses have had to shut down, uh, even friends who've lost loved ones to this virus or are fighting it themselves. And in myself, I definitely feel a sense of stress and an anxiety uh, that wasn't there before. We're all in the midst of a storm right now, some of us more than one. Because we live in a world that, because of sin and evil, isn't as God intended it to be. Storms kind of come with the territory. Yet at the same time, I believe that there's hope. Because though God doesn't promise that there won't be storms, he does promise to walk through them with us. And he is an all-powerful refuge for us in the midst of whatever storm we might be going through. Today, we're going to look at a powerful story where Jesus and his disciples are themselves caught in a storm. So let me read for us from Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. That day when evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side of the sea. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was, in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Now there's two things that I want to draw our attention to. The first is this, where's Jesus? Well, he is not looking on from a place of safety, leaving them to face the storm themselves. Jesus is in the same boat, going through the same storm as the rest of the disciples. Why is that significant? I think it's significant because the mere presence of Jesus with the disciples doesn't prevent the storm from happening, but at the same time, he is with them as they struggle through the storm. The second thing I want to draw our attention to is this. Jesus isn't just present, he's also powerful. Man, is he powerful. In the original Greek language that the New Testament is written in, the language Jesus uses is a little bit more dramatic than simply saying, quiet or peace, be still. Instead, it might be a little more in line with the forcefulness of Jesus' words here to say that Jesus essentially told the wind and the waves, be quiet. He's not messing around here. And once he utters those words, the storm vanishes and the sea is like glass again. And the disciples, they're left being like, what in the world? Who is this guy who controls even the wind and the waves? Colossians 1 says this about Jesus. In him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. 
He is before all things, and get this, in him all things hold together. I love this passage, and this is the Jesus that we see in this story in Mark 4 as well. All things were created through him. Every corner of our planet, every square inch of all 100 billion plus galaxies, the entire extent of the cosmos, it's all held together by him. And he continues today to have authority over all things and to hold all things together including the wind and the waves and the storm. Modern scientists have discovered that the universe that we live in is fine-tuned to an almost unimaginable degree to be able to support life on Earth. What I mean by that is that even the most minuscule change to our universe would throw everything off and the Earth wouldn't be able to support life. It might not even exist at all. If the size of our moon, our proximity to the sun, the laws of gravity, the composition of our atmosphere, or any number of other things were to change at all, we wouldn't exist. Crazy, right? And according to Colossians 1, who meticulously holds the cosmos together in this way? Jesus. The Jesus that created the universe and holds it all together is the same Jesus who is with you in the boat as you go through whatever storm you're in. Let that sink in. Despite the storm you're in and the pressures you're facing, Jesus is present with you. He cares for you. He's crazy about you. And he's more than powerful enough to carry you through whatever storm you're in. As you go about the rest of your day or the rest of your week, my challenge to you, my challenge to us is to seek to be aware of how God is present with you and at work in your life. As St. Augustine famously wrote, God is nearer to me than I am to myself. So walk in that truth today. Reflect on that and thank God for his presence with you as he's with you in the boat, in the midst of whatever storm you're facing today. Let me pray for us. God, I thank you that when we go through storms in our lives, you don't just leave us to go through them from a place of safety, but God, you are with us in the midst of it, in the thick of it. And you're also powerful to be able to, to take us through, to be able to be our refuge in the midst of whatever we're facing. So God, would you draw near to us and would we grow in our awareness of your nearness to us, of the ways that you're at work in the midst of the storm. We love you and we need you and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next time, let me leave you with these words from the book of Numbers. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you.